cameras are rolling. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? <clears throat> I feel like so much has happened in the past week. You don't have a mic Do on you. You. I, I, you can't hear me? Are we sharing this? <coughs> I'm kind of quiet. I'm a little quiet. You got to get in there. Mate. Is it even on? Maddie the screen. Maddie the screen. It's not on. That's why. Maddie the screen. No? no. Kind of quiet. It's quiet for me. You're both going to have to lean in, and that's just going to be the sad <laughs> reality of the Hello. situation. Cheek to cheek. Um, Patrick, you did say a lot's happened between last time. You're right. I just wanted to say real quickly as a quick uh, follow-up to my accidental topic last week with the Xbox stuff. They held a little thing today mm. talking about all the rumors and news, and they basically said a whole lot of nothing. Mm. The only three things of note they did seemingly confirm mm. is that there will be more Xbox consoles in the future mm -hmm. in some capacity, so they're not done. That's a disappointment. Um, Indiana Jones and Starfield are not coming to other consoles, Damn. although wow. I don't fucking believe them. Um, and they are bringing four of their games for now to Nintendo and PlayStation. Mm. They have not said what yet, but it sounds like it's going to be Hi-Fi Rush, which of the four ones it seems like it's going to be like is the most exciting one. Uh, this smaller game called Pentiment. It's and then fuck. two multiplayer games I don't give a shit about called Grounded and then Sea of Thieves, which okay. I don't care about either of those. I kind of want to try Sea of Thieves. When, when, games are coming. When Sea of Thieves was announced, I was like super excited about it. It's like this like multiplayer video game where you get to like be a pirate basically and like the animation style is really cool and cartoony and you're just like hanging out with your friends and like looting shit but that game looks pretty cool i've played so much sea of thieves but the oh you've played it i played a lot of okay it. Cool. but the problem with it is like after you start and like you're a pirate it's super cool yeah and then once you actually like finish your first treasure hunt okay you're like wait there's nothing else to do except do that again so you end up doing oh. the same thing over and over again so mm. you kind of just quit after like Wow. It's like the perfect game for two hours, and then it's mm. <laughs> But what about Lego Indiana Jones? Oh man, oh, yeah. I love started. it. Love that game. I've never played it. I like Lego Star Wars. I played that growing up. I have Lego Star Wars. I've been yeah. playing that with my friends. I have a quick side note. Sorry, please. please. This is uh, just for Riyadh. Mm. We we really need to try hard not to talk at the same time because we could accidentally peck Kiss? each other. Do I mean, why are we, why are we avoiding this? You're it's right. Honestly, we shouldn't avoid that. the the clear yeah, we connection that we have. Yeah, yeah come on. Animal magnitude. Yeah, you're right. Here. Don't look at me like <laughs> that. The, the, ten the tension's palpable here. Uh, does anybody else have anything they want to get so off their chest? So I have two or? things to bring to the table. Here thing, we go. Thing number one. All right. We went snowboarding this week mm -hmm. again. I hear you injured yourself again. And I completely wiped out. <laughs> Actually, Malcolm has a video of me wiping out. It wasn't the one where I injured myself, but oh. it was one where I wiped out and I flew, like my body flung itself so far that I went out of frame in the camera mm. and you could just see me like doing a little backflip <laughs> off frame. Uh, so yeah, it really hurt my shoulder. The second thing, however, the more pressing thing, mm. Malcolm and I just got back from York University, mm -hmm. and um, we witnessed a performance that was quite, what's the word you would use to describe that? It was an interpretive dance piece. It oh was boy. multiple interpretive dance pieces, <laughs> okay? And listen, I'm not... A dancer. You're not, you're not an art connoisseur. I'm not. A, I'm not a connoisseur of dance, <laughs> sure. but I feel like I can appreciate when something's you know well done, well choreographed. Mm. This was neither of those things. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Mm. It was them. Like on a technical level, I know. Like I just said, I'm not a dance connoisseur, but on a technical level, I feel like they were just out of sync in so many places. Mm. I feel like part of dance is like, especially when there's like clusters of different things happening, is making order out of chaos kind of thing. Like there's a lot going on, but there's like synchrony to it and mm -hmm. it makes sense. They were just so out of sync. It was it was killing me. It was absolutely killing me. But I feel like with a lot of like 
abstract art, whether mm. it's like a dance piece or like literally like a painting, a part of it is like they can do whatever they want because it's like true. subjective. I mean, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't mean it's going to be good. It's like like sure. Kanye. <laughs> like how Kanye dresses. He'll like walk out oh, of his sure. house with like a ski mask that's made of like cum. And a garbage bag or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, cum ski mask. Yeah, that's like, so fire, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and, the and he's Kanye selling fans, it for $900. And the Kanye fans are so hyped. They're like, mm. bro, I need my boys to come on me. I can wear like that. <laughs> I'm like, this is some crazy. That's mm. always what frustrated me in film school about, uh, even though I liked it, was experimental film okay. because there would be some films that we would watch and like talk about that were like weird as shit and interesting, but you could kind of see what they were going for. There's one famous one. I forget what it's called. All the film bros are going to be pissed. But like it's some movie from like the 50s or 60s or maybe even older or some shit in black and white. And there's one point in the movie where the woman pulls like a razor blade up to her eye and then it cuts to actual footage of they just use like a cow's eye like a dead cow's oh, eye okay. and they just took a cow's eye but they slice it in half mm. with a razor but when you're watching it like the way it's cut looks like she puts the fucking razor up to her eye and then slices her own eyeball open mm. and it's like mm. it's just like cringe when you watch it kind of thing and it's and i know i'm just talking about that one part but it's like okay the rest of the movie we kind of get what's going on there was one they showed us that i forget what it was called and i shit you not it was three minutes of just black and white squares and rectangles just like pulsating. Get the fuck out of here. For like three minutes. Wait. And then they're like, and then our teacher's asking us like, so what, like, what, like, did everybody think about that one? And I'm, and that was an example. We've definitely talked about this on the show before when people like have nothing to say, but they're just like saying wanna, it anyways. Or they want to participate or they're just like all this false confidence. And I'm just sitting there like. I got nothing, man. Like, I don't know what you want me to take from these fucking pulsating squares. And then, like, some of the people putting their hands up being like, well, like, it kind of seems to me like the way it's done. And in my head, I'm just like, it's shut like the a, fuck it's up. It's like a great commentary on our society. Yeah, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. It's squares <laughs> moving. Like, come on. That's like classic <clears throat> English class. Mm. Like, we'll be talking about, like, like she'll show us a SpongeBob episode. Yeah. And she'll be like, what do you think the author was trying to portray? Mm. And we all start talking about how, like, Spongebob psychological issues and his his sense of but even that like depression. would make more sense with experimental shit and this is what's like fun but frustrating about it is it's like if you know somebody wrote a book in wingdings and they were like what do you think this is like trying to say kind of thing and you're like i don't fucking know it's wingdings like what do you want me to get from this i digress there is one more thing i need to raise with this uh, dance performance sure. i'm sorry to bring it back to this no, go ahead so and you guys are going <clears> to <throat> not understand where I'm coming from. And I, I'm completely prepared for that. Okay. Mm. So we watched this, you know, series of interpretive dances. And by the end of the performance. Here we go. <laughs> you can't even get it out. <laughs> by the end of the performance, I'm drenched in sweat. <laughs> I'm drenched. Like I'm talking about my back. Are my, you dancing? Uh, my underwear. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm very, very sweaty. <laughs> was it hot in there? And so <laughs> I'm gonna explain to you why exactly I was sweating. I was. Please. I think I worked harder than the dancers during mm. that show. I'm not gonna. Uh, lie trying to not to laugh. Trying exactly. So <laughs> the, during the second dance piece, mm. I'm just like in shock. I'm in shock. I don't know what I'm seeing. I'm not gonna lie to you. What is it? What are they doing? They're. Yeah, you told them what they were doing. The one scene, I, I was a little shocked because there was there was a homosexual man on stage who he kept taking off layers and then he started waltzing around the stage. You don't just, just spanking his own ass. Oh wow! I, just just like this, yeah. just like that. So were you sweating, Patrick? Because you were, <laughs> he's like he's like you like that. Yeah, you like that. Everybody. So were you sweating, Patrick? Because you were like witnessing this and it was like awakening something. So in you. I was. He, he didn't know what he was feeling. Here's the mm. thing. Here's the thing. So we were watching like these people 
Also, you don't know if he's a homosexual or not. Well, he, a hundred billion percent was. Yeah, either was no way, Malcolm's, ga- Malcolm's gaydar was going on. <laughs> it, was on it was on, it was on. No, so we're watching it and we're both in shock. His, and at, his pocket just starts beeping. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, at one point, I turn and I look at Malcolm and he's making this face. He's making this face. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I had to cover my mouth. I was making noise. Malcolm started hitting me because I was, I was being disruptive. <laughs> And so that image was in my mind Dude, I kinda for the I remainder. <laughs> Sorry? I kind of wish I went. Like, we were talking about how we could imagine you there just making one face or just one comment. like, like One comment yeah. one comment from you, I would have burst out laughing out loud <laughs> and I would have been kicked out. I would have actually been was kicked it like, out. Was it like a super quiet in there? Like you could hear it, was very, it was very quiet at some points. Mm. And so <clears throat> there were multiple moments where I was like, Malcolm's face was like kind of burned into my mind. It was yeah. coming to my head and I was like starting to feel myself laugh. Mm. So I had to tell myself, okay, so you're laughing, you feel happy right now. Mm. What's the opposite of that? You got to get yourself sad. You got to make yourself sad. Mm. So I started thinking about my grandma oh, and her dementia. And oh my God. She doesn't remember any of us. I was trying to get myself as <laughs> depressed La- as possible. Laughs harder. <laughs> no, that, no, that actually, it worked. Or grandma harder. comes out in the dance. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh <laughs> just like, and I kid you not. So even though it was working for me, I yeah. kid you not at one point, in one of the last dances, they go to the front of the stage and they start going, arr, arr, on God, on God. And did, I, I, I couldn't did, hold it. How did no one, and how many people were in the audience? Like, like at least 100, like 200, 200 maybe? How, yeah. did, how did no one go, oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> like not one guy like whispered that to himself? If you whisper, again, if you were there and you whispered that, yeah. I would have been kicked out. That's a promise. <laughs> Anyways, I needed to get that out. I, I actually, I took dance class in seventh grade. <laughs> I think we did a good job. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 because we were preparing to do stuff like that. Like she's like the final exam was a flash mob where we're okay. in the cafeteria oh, and we had to do a dance in front of the whole school. In oh, high no. school? No, this is in middle school. So I was gonna say, seventh I thought, grade. I, th- I don't know if I remember that happening. I did not in dance school. in front of you okay, in high that's school. Right. <laughs> no, that never happened. Good, good. <laughs> but I was, I remember the final exam this is how like structured this course was. You had to come up with a dance. Mm. So what song did I pick to do my dance? The duck song. Mm. So you know the duck, duck, duck. Mm. Too. A, man, a man who appreciates a challenge. I see. Yep. <laughs> so I literally all I did as the dance is mm. I reenacted the duck song. Mm. <laughs> and so my friend stood there. I came up. I'm like waddle waddle. <laughs> yeah. Got any grapes? And yeah. I was doing that for like 20 minutes. And then 20 I thought. 20 minutes. This is like a ten, yeah, like ten minutes. It was like ten minutes, I think. That must have felt like an eternity. To be honest, it was it was beautiful. I got like a ninety. Wow. So, so yeah. this is how. So I, you know, in my head, right? I'm going on to like past high school. I got to go to a party, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wow, you know, I did dance class. Like I learned how to do the thriller. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm thinking I'm gonna be able to dance. Mm-hmm. I get on the dance floor and then I'm like, you know, like I'm drinking a little and then I'm like, okay, let's 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 pull out some moves and I start going. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I don't know how to, mm. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking wait, dance. How, how, and then my friends literally just make fun of me. They're like, bro, what are you doing? You look like an idiot. This is middle school still? No, this is this is after universe. Like this is in university. <laughs> oh, like, this is like last week. <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, no. Now, now I got my dance down. Okay. Like I got like a, I got a move. You know, what I mean? like you if set, it's if it's list. EDM, you know what I'm saying? You go up, sure. You know what I mean? You got, you got that. Yeah. And then you got like uh, when, when it's Spanish dancing, it's easy because you kind of just go. Classic. Yep. A lot of hips. I, I don't know. A lot of hips. <laughs> I remember being in your basement, Malcolm. Was it your dad's uh, birthday or whatever while oh, yeah. your family was over? Band. The and they had band. the mariachi band come. But was that one of your grandmas or aunts or something that was trying to make everybody dance? That was his grandma. Oh, yeah. Grandma. She kept coming she up and kept pulling us coming in. up to us and being like... <laughs> Come dance with Malcolm's what cousins? I assume, yeah, yeah. or like whoever it was, like 
Yeah, she was trying to. Yeah, she's trying to play wingman, except for the fact that Malcolm's cousins were like fifteen, fifteen, yeah. and we're like, no, leave us alone. And she's like, no, dance. And yeah, then she's I, almost there. I forget. That's what, that's what the grandma said. I can't. Oh, okay. Yeah, Malcolm's, Malcolm's grandma said that, and it was really tr- like worrying. Yeah, very triggering. Um, Wait, she did. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm making it all up. Know. No, but well, I think it, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was two <laughs> girls dancing or if it was like two, like if it was like some combination of us. Da- I forget what it was but I remember her coming up to like me and being like you know no no girls and girls dancing and boys and boys dancing oh, yeah, like girls that. and boys dancing and I was just laughing because I was like there's that old world like homophobia from like, another <laughs> generation of like yeah we don't do that like you know it's guys yeah. and girls anyways you know, what I, you know what I thought was funny like while you while Riyadh was describing his experience of like oh like I have a couple of moves now like I have a set list I'm just imagining him teaching a dance lesson. He's like, yeah, sometimes I just go like that. <laughs> and that's, like, that's the dance lesson. And people are like, why the fuck did I pay for this? <laughs> I do not have a set list because like, my friends are like, I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you dance with a girl in the club? They're sure. like, you just go up and you dance. So I'm going up to this girl, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I have like um, balls, but it's like, I'll go up and then I kind of, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Just go up. Like, I'm, I'm here, baby. You know what I mean? I'm here. Yeah. just stands and starts staring yeah, yeah. Like, as I, far I, as I I've can go. I've literally done that. I literally, I remember it was first year. I was super nervous, right? I was, I just got past being ugly. So I go up to this girl and I'm like, hi, hey, uh, hey. And then she looks at me and I literally say something, but I'm whispering and I don't realize it and <laughs> I'm shaking. Mm. So I'm like, and she looks at me like <laughs> like she is so confused what i'm doing and um safe and then i said you want to hang out later she's like i'll let you know mm. yeah so I, that didn't happen mm. I'll, she I'll didn't let you know ah, great she, didn't no. let <laughs> she went ah great pepper spray right in his eyes speaking of first year something else that uh i think didn't really help Riyadh out that much mm. was Mustafa and I oh. playing Have You Met Riyadh to oh, almost good. every girl we could see oh just going goodness. up to any girl tapping her Have You Met Riyadh and then literally walking away <laughs> no I, that was bad because I I'd like never spoken to a girl before and they say Have You Met Riyadh mm. like in How I Met Your Mother that, yeah. that's like a like what uh, Barney does to Ted yes. to like introduce him to women that he wouldn't mm. speak to otherwise. Mm. So he, I, I'd be sitting there, I have to come up with something quickly to get mm. out of here because a lot, a lot of times I wouldn't even be attracted to the girl. So oh, he'd be like, wow. Have you met Riyadh? He's done this to gay men. I'm not gay. <laughs> He's done this to like international students. They don't even like no men. So they, they weren't even trying to set you up with someone who you know they're interested fucking... in. <laughs> no, no, listen. Listen. So, no, no. This is actually messed up. Like <laughs> they ruined my life here. Okay? So they do it to a girl. I'm like, Hi, I'm composing a study to see how long I can make a conversation. Conversation last. <laughs> I literally came up with something there. Another time I'm talking, I'm actually having a conversation. Patrick runs up, says he likes you, and runs away. Like this is fucking middle school. And I'm like, bro, her boyfriend's next to her. He likes you. I'm literally, it's over. And then I get this girl Snapchat in my class. <clears throat> my favorite just she's so she's so bad, right? Okay. So hot. Mm. So I'm so hyped. Like, I'm like, wow, she's out of my league mm. to the max mm. so i have a post and him and mustafa tag her in the post yep. and say have you met riyadh <laughs> and she never replied to anything oh, no, no. you guys are fucking ass like, what the fuck is that i was so pissed you guys oh, no. are supposed to be riyadh's wingman and you're just cock blocking him they fucked me you guys are ass speaking oh, of that girl i got her snapchat right okay. and this is like in class she's speaking to me mm. I-, I did my classic like shitty joke i'm sitting behind her i'm like 
Like, she's touching her earring. I'm like, hey, it's going to get infected. <laughs> no, I'm saying. That's your joke. That's game. <laughs> it's going to get That's infected. Game. Hilarious. She, she laughs. <laughs> she laughs. And then I'm like, uh, like her friend was next to her touching her ear, too. So, like, ah, I'm like, oh, uh, I say some bullshit, right? So then we're talking. End of class. I'm like, can I get your snap? She's like, yeah. She's still talking to me. I look back. My ADHD, I'm looking at something. And then I look back towards her. She's still speaking and walking. So I'm like, Wait, she just walked away <laughs> while I'm speaking to her. Mm. So then I snap her, and then they do that, and then it's gone. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, Man. no. The, ha- the have you met Riyadh over Instagram was crazy, bro. Oh, no, that was not. That, that was, was. I hate you. I mean, I, mean, I think Patrick had a similar experience, right? When he had a poster. Oh my god! When we were when we were okay. So this was elementary school. When we were in elementary school, Malcolm. No, no, this is this is like grade eight and grade nine. And grade nine. No, was like the just chilling. Yeah, I was also grade nine. He used to take my phone and get some like blurry ass selfie of me yeah. post on Instagram tag every girl in the grade yeah. and the caption just chilling <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes later I'd notice and we'd tap on Untag. the post to see like who was on the tag yeah. list. half of them like quickly like <laughs> untag themselves and Whoa. and do you blame them like that's it's just awesome. more, no. that's crazier than what you were doing to him because what he was doing to you is ruining any chance with any girl with any girl grade, mm-hmm. right like well this is like one of the only good looking girls in my opinion in my school at the time mm-hmm. but listen I've been being betrayed like in elementary as well. I remember I was, I just thought of this story, but I was standing in line to talk to the teacher. This kid comes up to me. He's like, uh, hey, dude, hit my back. I'm like, what? Like, I'm like in sixth grade. He's like, just just slap my back as hard as you can. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. So I do it. He farts at you. No, he <laughs> goes to the teacher, says I hit him. There's witnesses. I get sent to the office. Snake. And I'm like, bro, what just happened? <laughs> That kid's a bastard. Yeah, you know where that kid is right now? Penitentiary. Dead. Mm. No, he's probably a lawyer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> something similar happened to me in like the sixth grade. A girl asked me, she's like, can you draw a picture of me like dying or like of somebody shooting me? What? And I was like, and this is a girl I liked. What? The time. This is a girl I liked at the time. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. I'll do that. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> like the next day I get called into the office and what's on the principal's desk is that picture. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why would you do that? Also say a name. Say a name? Say Why? My name. No, no one's going to know it. Why? Say name. might know Can we it. just say it off air or like say between now, topics now, so I don't now. have to edit it out? Her name was... Oh. 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 No? What? Yeah, keep no. saying No, no, no. The, where, where does yeah, she live, Patrick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where does she live? Yeah. Oh. And what's her social security number? <laughs> keep, give, keep giving me things to cut. Don't forget the three digits on the back of the credit card. <laughs> Anyways. I had no girls in high school. In, in, in elementary. Well, or high school. But in elementary, I remember there was a guy, my best friend Johnny... He had all the girls because he was tall. Fucking Johnny. So Johnny hired me a nickel a day to be his bodyguard against the women. <laughs> right? So we're at recess. These mm. girls are chasing him and I'm with him. And uh, one time we took a dive and all the girls like in the entire grade just jumped on him. Mm. And then we're just laughing. And I'm like, bro, I'm getting paid a nickel. Mm. And it was a, uh, I don't know. I, I look fondly on that. But I realized I was like, I was such a ride. Like, I realized I'm such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I realized about You're it. You're taken for a fucking ride. Anyways, we've got a show to do. Welcome back to episode 49, 50 dawns on the horizon. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, of Wildly Adequate, the show about anything, everything, and usually nothing. I, as always, am one-fifth of your host and crew, Mr. Math- Mr. Matthew Arso. And I will say... 
That's it. Your boy's looking fucking good today. Am I right? <laughs> uh, I am joined, as always, by Patrick Fahim, Mark, Malcolm. And joining us, in case you couldn't figure out in that 20 minute cold open, is a special guest today. Please welcome to the show a Mr. Riyadh. Hello, I'm Riyadh. That's like, like a clap soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, put in, put in the clap. Matt, do the clap. I won't. Um, I believe I'm starting today. Sure. All right. Let's as hear was it. told again. Uh, so I'm going to do my topic that I didn't is do. Is this going to la- be long? Yeah, this is going to take a little while. That I didn't do last <laughs> week because we accidentally made my topic uh, the Xbox gaming shit. Gentlemen, I would like to talk to you all today about Schadenfreude. What? Bless you. <laughs> Does anybody know what Schadenfreude is? I remember reading it off the TV last time mm-hmm. and he looked it up, but like I don't a, remember. It's like a German term, right? Let me just pull it up real quick. Schadenfreude mm-hmm. is, in fact, a German I don't think we is have it, to is guess it related? That. Is it related to Mein Kampf? <clears throat> no, not even slightly. Schadenfreude, pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. Oh, Would wow. that... Do you like think, sexually? Do you think that could be... I, think, so. I think it probably could be. <clears throat> you remember how last week we were talking about how... There's a one toilet at school that just mm-hmm. splurts up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Would that be sliding for I, I don't. I don't think so because to me that's like that's you're not actually seeing anybody's misfortune. You don't you're see not even, the result. You, you, you don't even know if it's necessarily going to happen. Maybe someone's going to clean it before. He, he did admit though. Yeah. While he was telling the story, that he found it funny in his mind thinking about the janitor that had to clean it up. <laughs> no, no, not the janitor. Just oh anybody that walks into that washroom and sees what it looks like afterwards. <laughs> So what's the what's the general premise? So the here? reason I wanted to get into this was because it was something that came <coughs> into my mind, and it started with uh, at the time this comes out, it'll be like a month or so old. Um, but it was just announced not too long ago that the King of England <laughs> has prostate cancer or ass cancer, if Let's you go. will. Um, why would you? Why would you? <laughs> why would you? <laughs> and it who will created not this me. predictable yet still depressing reactions from people that I assumed it would of a lot of people immediately like cheering it and being like excited and being like, awesome. The King's going to fucking die. He's got cancer. Great. (laughs) Obviously like people in England that actually give a shit about the monarchy were like, you know, upset or whatever, like when the queen died. Really but even if you don't care about the monarchy, who's wishing his death? Well, it's like a Twitter thing. Cause like, he's like, Oh, the, the colonizers are yes, dying. Yes, it oh. stems from this, like, colonizer thing and, you know, rich old asshole and all this stuff. And here's the thing, and what we'll get into here. I could not care less that the King of England has prostate cancer. I do not feel bad, really, that the King of England has prostate cancer. I am going to lose no sleep over it. It will not affect my life in any way, and I am not saddened by this news, even remotely. Cards on the table. What I refuse to do, and what I will not engage in, even though there are times where I do engage in this, is the schadenfreude of it all. Taking pleasure in somebody else's misfortune. And there's a lot of that going around these days, and it drives me nuts. Because here's the thing. If you don't like the monarchy, neither do I. If you don't like the whole setup they've got going on over there in England, the fact that here in Canada it has even the slightest, like, weighing in on how our fucking country and government works and all this shit, completely stupid. I don't like it at all. When the Queen of England died, same thing. I was like, could not care less. But what I don't like is the complete and utter lack of humanity shown 
in this situation. And I look at it through the lens of somebody who has lost a couple people now specifically to cancer. And I think about it in the sense of like, well, how did that make me feel to have these people in my family get cancer, go through cancer, and then lose to cancer? And I think about that and I go, so I imagine that over there in, you know, the fucking jolly old England, oi governor, well, that's a little more <laughs> Australian perhaps, but you know, you think. can't, like they might not, nah, it was Australian too. Why am I blanking <laughs> on this? I feel like those are yeah. both English. Oi governor, the queen, tea time and crumpets. Sure. Yeah, there we go. That's getting cut out. We're a little more into the British side <laughs> of things, the British slander. I think about it in the sense of like, I'm sure there are people within the royal family and there are definitely people in England who care about the monarchy for some reason, even though they fucking shouldn't. But there are definitely people within the royal family who I would imagine had a reaction of, oh, my grandfather, oh, my husband, oh, my uncle, oh, my dad, whatever relation they have to them has cancer. That's not good news that most people you know, want to hear on a fucking Tuesday morning. I don't know if it was Tuesday when he got the diagnosis, but whatever. Is Kevin at the door? Kevin, are you at the goddamn door? Yeah. Did you have it? Do you have it figured out? I think I do. Okay, so oh we'll get God. we'll get back to you in a little bit. Yeah. We'll summon you. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. We need Kevin's help for later in the show. Stick around. Um. So it's just frustrating this lack of humanity, and I also compare it to last year when that sub went missing that was like looking for the titanic and it's like again other than the like teenage kid that was on the boat everyone else on the boat clearly it was a shoddy endeavor like i know people say like that's how things actually are supposed to be run but when they're using like a fucking game freak controller <laughs> to like steer your boat or your submarine or whatever i'm like clearly this was i didn't even know they destined for failure clearly this wasn't a good idea and it wasn't well organized and you're a bunch of fucking rich idiots with more money than brains like you did this to yourself i feel nothing about it but again at the time when that happened it was a very similar thing of people being like awesome i hope they're dead i hope the sub imploded and like killed them instantly or that like they felt it for a little bit or like all this shit and i'm just like i don't care about them either i don't i'm not like a fan of rich people like i'm frustrated with all kinds of rich people for many reasons but i'm not sitting around being like i hope their submarine implodes mm. with them and one of their kids in it which is what people were straight up fucking like cheering for and it's incredibly frustrating to me so i just wanted to get into it i will say there are examples of schadenfreude that i think are completely justified when you have people that are running around who are these complete pieces of shit and then they get like not killed necessarily, but they get like, you know, their comeuppance, their comeuppance or like cancels for something. It's like, you know, the that YouTube channel, their screen junkies that does the honest trailers and all that shit. Yeah. One of their main guys, I forget his name, but he was like a kind of heavier set dude with like a beard who used to be kind of like their flagship guy was one of these people on Twitter that was all like, you know, during the Me Too movement and all this stuff of like, believe all women and all men are pigs and all this dumb shit. And then it's like, oh, a bunch of women come out and accuse him of doing like mm -hmm. really not good shit. And he gets fucking canned and canceled off the internet. And in that instance, I'm like, awesome. That fills me with an immense pleasure. <laughs> Schadenfreude, if you will, to see some smug asshole 
get their comeuppance. So I have no problem with that. And I'm sure maybe we can think of some examples of us engaging with Sean and Freud. I don't know. I'm almost done my rant here and we'll pass it along. But it just – I find the lack of humanity appalling. towards people appalling and just frustrating. Because, again, if there are people you don't like, if there are people you look at like the fucking monarchy, which is, again, completely stupid and ridiculous, I have no – disagreement or problem with you being like oh the king has cancer whatever all right like i'm off to work i don't care whatever this like has no bearing on my life whatsoever because that's exactly how i felt at the news but it's the like sick egging of it on or like encouragement of like yeah the king's got cancer i hope he doesn't pull through i hope he fucking dies i hope the submarine blows up where do you where like do you- i hope fucking elon musk's plane that he's on crashes into the ground like it's just this very where do you think that comes from like where do you guys think that sort of like because it's it's very intense right like that feeling of like anger being like it's like anger you have to be really angry and invested in something for you to feel joy from when that happens you know i think i think there's like three groups there's like the group of people who don't care like matt who won't say anything so you're not even going to hear their opinion yeah then there's the two people there's the people who are concerned for someone like in the submarine and then there's a group of people who are wishing like death upon them yeah now the thing is the people who care there's too many things nowadays to care about so when something like the submarine happens or like the king is like dying they're not going to say that they care because they have something else to talk about Mm. but the people who are like the people who wish death upon these people these guys, this is like the first time someone who they hate is dying. Mm. So I think that that's where like the more pe- where you see so many people. To Mark's people. question of where does it come from, I think there is a certain humanness to it. Deep down, there is a small part of all of us that. Did Malcolm have to go? Where is he going? He has to submit an assignment or something. He whispered, "I forgot to submit an assignment to, to my ear." <laughs> so Malcolm's <laughs> gone and he left his phone. Um, thanks for giving us the camera. Still, Patrick, give a wink. Awesome. There is a certain, like, humanness to it that I think it comes from of, like, I just think we like... Wait, what were the reasons we said already? I missed it. I didn't even say a reason. I honestly didn't answer the question. Oh, okay. He was just saying, like, how there's, like, kind of three categories of people. like People who, like, don't care, like Maddie, and people who are, like, are genuinely concerned, uh, right? And then people who, like, are, like, vehemently... um, They're, like, egging it on. They're super happy that it's happening. Well, it it definitely... There isn't one reason, but I can definitely imagine... Is this his lip balm? Yes. I can definitely... left everything. It stems from a certain humanness. Go on. I was going to say there's... For me, depending on who it is, like, who's the subject of the Schadenfreude? Sure. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. There could be jealousy involved. Like, it's, like, Mm -hmm. on the rich people, for example. Um... That's honestly one of the only reasons to come to my mind. I mean, a straightforward one for me is like, obviously, if it's someone you know and who's wronged you in the past, mm. that could be like a satisfying moment for people being True. like, or even if it's someone who, yeah, like, for example, like a lot of people look at, you know, old high school friends and being like, oh, this person's fat now or this person's struggling now and looking at that and being satisfied because they, they treated you poorly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But even even in those cases, a part of me still struggles to enjoy that. Yeah. Like, I think that speaking to what maddie's saying of like it's kind of appalling that people are happy that other people are struggling or sad or going through something no matter how much i dislike somebody i'm not gonna feel happiness that Mm. they are like in pain Mm -hmm. i just feel i mean it depends like if someone's like done something horrible to me and something equally as horrible has been done to them 
there might be some satisfaction there, but sure. I feel like the idea of like happiness. I mean, I don't know what the, what's the definition. Is it happiness? They say pleasure. So you can interpret that in a few that ways. That to me sounds just like a satisfaction. Because you know? <laughs> to me, but I think it is a very human thing to like. It's kind of the thing of like when you see the bully being a shit to some other kid, and yeah. then finally the kid they're bullying like swings back and knocks them on their ass. But there's there a difference. Is a, like, like it's like that's like in a sense for a justice? lot of people that's justice. And sure to Riyadh's point about the like. Um, the king being viewed as like a colonizer and mm. that being the whole idea of, oh, the colonizers are, far, are, ah, are finally dying off. Mm. It's like these people truly believe that this is a malevolent figure in the world and that he like he's getting we're better off without it. Not right? only that, we're like not like there are people who are really poor yeah. who see these people born into such like it's such like a like a lucky spawn point to, <laughs> to be in royalty. Like they're mm. born into all this wealth and they'll mm. never be able to experience a comfortable life and then they see them him dying and he's like finally he's suffering like i am yeah. that's but definitely me, a part of it but to me that's like that says more about the person who's happy's problems right For sure like it says more about because the, the person didn't choose to be born into royalty that's like true. it's not their fault that they're yeah. in royalty if they've done something like really messed up with their power and stuff like that that's different but otherwise it speaks more to like the problems and conflict going on within the person who's angry because it's like the fact that you are wanting to see this means that something's not right in your life. Like, if, if things are going well for you and you're truly happy and satisfied, you're never gonna want to see someone like falling mm -hmm. and going down. Yeah, that, uh, you know, even if they're even if they're perceived as a shitty person, for most people who are like you know well-adjusted people, it just it doesn't feel good seeing people getting fucked up. Yeah. There are older people though who also hate royalty because okay. of like the Princess Diana situation. Mm -hmm. So they think like, oh, he's dying now, like. For Diana, did he, did he cheated on her or something? <laughs> no, they like they people. There's a conspiracy that Princess Diana was just killed by the royal family. Oh, I see. Okay, like so, assassinated or something. yeah, assassinated. Okay. Like she had died in a car crash, and they're oh. thinking that the car was like planned. So they're like, oh, this is revenge for. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people who just hate the royal family because of the Diana. Like Diana was so loved by the yeah. public. I don't fault somebody who's like in England or just generally anywhere in the world looking at the king and being like, I'm poor, I'm down on my luck, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, yeah, fuck you. Not even just the king, any rich guy going through like some hard time. Again, I don't even necessarily like fault that because there is a certain amount of like human nature to that mm -hmm. in terms of reasons why people take pleasure in it it is the thing where it's more like people who have like have never been affected by the king for example and it's got nothing to do with them but it's just like what he is or yeah. what he represents and they're like awesome i'm glad to see that going kind of well, that's thing. kind of and it's like it's kind of bullshit though isn't it it is that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's like that to me i don't necessarily buy mm. The, again, the like piece of shit person who is like notoriously, whether it's on like a personal level or like a, you know, celebrity public stage kind of level and you see somebody who is like a smug asshole and then they get their comeuppance, there is a like satisfaction that I have like, yeah, all you do is run around being a piece of shit and now you're fucking getting yours to varying degrees. Mm -hmm. Awesome. But it is the like, it's more, I feel like, it's a thing where there are times where it makes sense and it's justified and obviously that's completely subjective and then there are times where it's like seems on it just seems mm. completely random and unfair and to me again it's like okay these rich dudes on the sub who were not like musk 
or Bezos some or any there. one of these like publicly known people that people have problems with of like, yeah, Elon Musk's kind of a shitbag. Or yeah, Jeff Bezos, like, you know, Amazon treats workers like shit. They were just these rich assholes that nobody had ever heard of until the something. People had no like even just reference point of like, oh, I've heard of Bezos, isn't he an asshole? Or I've heard of Elon Musk, isn't he an mm -hmm. asshole? They're just these people that you've never heard of in your whole life. And all you hear about them is they're in a perilous situation and they're rich. And that's all people needed to hear to be like, awesome. I honestly, Can't wait for the sub to detonate. I, th I think that that point you're making right there goes to show that literally it's like all projecting. No, no. It's but like I... all people like reflecting and expressing their problems and their pain and their anger onto people that they don't know for like a very superficial mm. reason. Sure. You don't know, yo, this rabbit hole goes deep. Like uh, I have friends who are really big socialists okay. and they want a reform of socialism, right? Okay. Like they want to turn America into like a communist country. And okay? give, it another, give it another swing. Dude, <laughs> and they have events. Like I have a oh, friend wow. who goes to events that is like socialism events. I, they all come talk about socialism. And these guys, their plan to introduce socialism to have the wealth be redistributed mm. is to literally fight back against the rich people violently and then claim the money and spread it to the people because that's the only way to do it they call it like the revolution because that worked out so well in every so, other communist yeah but i'm saying like these guys socialism not communism but it's pretty much communism. i have no problem with socialism it's the communist people that are like yeah but even socialism eventually it's communism so it's like <laughs> if you follow it far enough sure yeah but i'm saying like these people literally just want them to die and a good amount of twitter who's vocal like i was saying like the people who are hating they have a lot more things to hate it's a lot harder to love things love a lot of things than it is to hate a lot of things you can just write something well, hatred because well, like, hate because hate oftentimes is like ignorant right so like true so you don't really have to think you about it you don't have to look into it it's just so easy to just drop that and mm -hmm. i feel like it's always made me uncomfortable when people hate on rich people because they're rich like to me it's like i don't know these people we don't know these people these could be really nice people who give back to charity and give back to their communities and work really hard to get there it's well, also a case by case know. thing to me of sure. like but the fact that all they needed to know was that, was that they were rich. Yes. It's like, what are you doing? And they're like, praying for the sub to blow. Like, where's to the... me, it's just the thing of like, you know, if somebody, if they were like Elon Musk's in the sub and people like, I hope it blows up. Even that I would like get a little more of like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. I we don't know him. Though, some of the know? shit he does with like sure. specifically like the fact that he made a fucking American car company when he did is like impossible for all these other companies to do. But he's like, yeah, here's Tesla. And then the fact that he's like SpaceX, which to me is like That's pretty cool. awesome shit, <laughs> fascinating shit. Go to Mars. I hope it works out. Looking forward to it. But then you see like, you know, when he talks about shit on Twitter and it's like, can you just stay in the lab? Like, shut up. And and some just people don't do need opinions. Work. Like, yes, they don't need to give their opinion. And but to me, it's just the thing of like. I get even being frustrated with like rich people in a case by case basis because there not, are absolutely not, rich people where I'm like, yeah, but there's poor people who are assholes too. No, but the sure, thing is, you know they think like if this guy has a billion dollars and there's people homeless, why doesn't he just give a little bit of money? Because like, yeah, but that that's so easy for someone to say. Of right? course it is, and also but, but a lot of these, you know, they're not thinking exactly. Sure, but I, I think that's where it, I think that's why I think ultimately it comes from the fault, like your own faults and your own problems. It's not like. If it's case by case, then it honestly may be legitimate and like, you know what, the criticism is founded and fair enough. But oftentimes I feel like, for example, like people will shit on like a billionaire for not giving enough, even though they give, for example, 20 million, 50 million a year. It's like this person is giving giving up way more than you could ever imagine. And to me, it's just very strange to be like, oh, you didn't do you didn't do enough good deeds. It's like, where do you draw that line? And how do you kind of like 
chastise people for you know not quite giving enough it's just strange to me mm-hmm. i don't know i just like i said I know it's kind of a different side thing. the whole yeah it's a little more onto the rich side of things it is just like to the more schadenfreude point of it it's just a thing that i find has only gotten worse 100 as time has gone on it's one of those i mean i not to like make it sound too like i'm like oh i'm so fancy and i know what i'm talking about but there is a part of me that's like man go. people are really gonna look back in like 100 years and be like 2016 the year it all went to shit because it's like as soon as fucking trump gets elected and like all these people on the left lose their fucking minds and it's like i feel like that's when shit like the snowball had already kind of tumbled down the mountain but i feel like that's when it just started speeding up exponentially and it's only gotten fucking worse and it is just this thing of like I just wish there was more of a humanity to people. For sure. And like, again, Dude. if some sleaze bag gets canceled or whatever and they get their comeuppance, it's like, yes, awesome. I'm not saying you have to like not revel in that. Because I think it is fine if people are like, this person's a marmy asshole and they yeah, get what's yeah. coming to them. And people do revel in that a little. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not what I'm talking about. It is the more like... I think the difference again is what we said before of like justice versus like sure. some random event can happening. Do, it's do, more a thing of like when there are people that people even if you have problems with them, again, I don't like the King of England. I think the whole monarchy's fucking stupid to the one point that you guys were saying about before about like not really choosing to be born there. So like you don't be you're not you don't choose to be born into the monarchy, but the king could come out tomorrow and be like, I'm dissolving the whole fucking monarchy, it's all done, all the money's going to all this different shit problem solved no more king and queen like he could do that fucking tomorrow if he wanted to so there is like a part of me that's like, yeah, but like why i get he? frustrated by that why would he like they know what a good deal they've got exactly. but it's like yeah. there is a part of me that's like frustrated that and like looks at it from that perspective of like wouldn't it be better spent for you to just mm. give this up and like you know help everybody instead of just mm. your family so it's like again i don't like you i am frustrated by with you in some ways but I'm not like sitting, staring at the ceiling at night, lying in bed, being like, mm. Can I, I hope it's like the worst kind of stage of yeah. prostate cancer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, just, I just, I don't get that complete lack of compassion, compassion and human decency. To speak to that point, um, I mean, maybe we can cut this out. I don't really think it's going to matter because the person who was talking to me about this isn't going to listen to it. But I have, there's someone I know recently who I talked to and I, we were just talking about Kanye's new album, right? And then we were talking at some point this person said that they really dislike Kanye for obviously all the crazy shit that he said, anti-Semitic stuff, horrible things that he absolutely deserves pushback and like, you know, anger on. Right. So we were kind of talking about that and it wasn't really a controversial conversation. It was like, yeah, he for sure deserves a lot of shit for that. And it's messed up. But then we got to talking to like his daughter, right. Who's like 10 years old or 11 years old. And she like featured on one of his songs. So we were kind of talking about that. And I was like, I kind of like it. She sounds kind of good. Like I like, she has like a similar flow to her dad and whatever. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. So I'm talking about that, and then she starts. This person starts um, talking about how she like she's crazy, and she's just like her father, and that's why she like she hates her too, and like she's she's like oh like she does all this crazy shit on. She's like she's talking about she's like hardcore like and not like kind of in a jokey way. Like you could tell she's like invested. She's like hating on this ten year old, being like you know how hor- like she's how she's the worst and all this shit, and like showing her TikTok, being like. Is this, this look at this abnormal behavior that she's learning from her father, and it's literally her fa- like with face paint on, like dancing and, and doing like a lip sync, 
And I'm like, that's a kid. That's what kids do. I mean, TikTok, I guess, is a new thing, obviously. But I was like, doing way worse when I was a kid. <laughs> so, like, just kind of like when Maddie was talking about how he's frustrated with the lack of humanity, like, I felt that so deep when she was talking about a 10-year-old, like this sweet, innocent 10-year-old who, yeah, has a, da- has a dad with all these flaws and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, she's an innocent kid. And it's like all of a sudden this, like, 20-something-year-old lady is, like, hardcore going in on this girl being like oh she's she's horrible and it's like where's the kind of like where's the understanding where's the compassion where's the where's the humanity it just feels so strange that people are like willing to shit on anything nowadays even children like what the hell's going on mm-hmm. well it's yeah. the same when you see like in my opinion it's similar like the hate for these celebrities and do these celebrities even deserve a voice some of them like elon musk and like why are they hate i don't know like why are some people hated it's like you ever seen leonardo mm-hmm. dicaprio or something give like a talk about climate change I've seen like, like little clips here and there. Up. Mm. Like I think it would just do the world better if they just didn't have a voice and they just make their movies and mm. then I don't have to talk like see them or I don't like SpaceX going on. We get a cool spaceship and if I never knew who Elon Musk is, it would be I'd be the biggest fan of him of all time. Mm. You know what I mean? He <laughs> started yapping. But <laughs> yeah, uh, <my> bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we can wrap this up here. But it was just something that like I, it's definitely something I think about from time to time. I think and it's very relevant for sure. It yeah. hit me a couple weeks. Like, it definitely hit me at the time of the submarine thing. Like this was definitely something I thought about last year bringing mm-hmm. up and then just never really got to it. But then again it happened with the king. Um, And I'm in this one group chat with like a couple people I know from school from uh, like college and then a bunch of like their friends and all these people that I don't really know like from Adam. Um, and it's just like them sending all these memes and stuff. And they have like this thing going where they have like a bet on like when they think the king's going to die. And they've oh, got wow. like, you know, April, whatever, 2036. Yeah. And what? And it's very morbid. But that to me is like funny mm. because it's just like, OK, like you're just like throwing darts on a board and like seeing if anybody can like yeah. guess it correctly. And that to me, I'm like, is completely harmless. It's fine. I think it's funny, in all honesty, of like this, when's the king going to die thing. No problem with that whatsoever. But like, as soon as the cancer thing got announced, there was like some of that talk of like, awesome, great, like we did it, we won kind of thing, like we got another one kind of, and I'm just like. See, that touches on, I think. And I don't want to specifically just say pin that on just yeah this chat i'm talking about because there's like a little bit of that but i'm speaking more broadly in a sense of just like that talk yeah so i just want to clarify this is going to sound a little hippy dippy but i think that touches on another aspect of this which is the in group versus the out group like people view i guess you could say rich people as like the other and like there are enemies like we're together and then they're against us kind of thing so it's like obvious in that case where if that's how your mind is set up that you want bad things to happen to your enemy you can speak shit on your enemy and there's no compassion there, there's no humanity there because they're sure. your enemy and i think that thing. connects to what i was saying earlier about how easy it is to do that exactly. and how it's just it's very natural for, for people to do because it's so easy and because it's like also a part of like human history you know like well yeah it's like a military thing yeah. of like they're the enemy they're not human like they are this other thing it's othering it's that you like you know condition soldiers and shit with so that it's a lot easier them for them to be like i will stab this person from another country in the fucking throat yeah. and there is it's scary though part sometimes of it, it to that i guess sometimes it's sometimes it scares me how little people have how, how people have such little compassion about shit sometimes it's it's kind of worrisome for sure. it's just like i said i don't mean to belabor the point sure. but it's just the thing of like again 
I don't lose sleep when, you know, bad things happen to people that are, like, more infinitely wealthy than, like, you know, half the planet will ever be. It's like, I don't necessarily lose sleep over these things or, like, you know, not even just rich people, but if it's, like, some smug asshole, like, you know, whatever, and they get their comeuppance, it's like, I'm not losing sleep over these things. There's times where... Obviously, it's arguable. It, like, maybe is justified a little. But I'm not, like, I just don't relish the, like, human suffering. And I get people would push back and be, like, with the rich thing, for example, of, like, but they're uber rich. Like, you know, how much suffering can they really go through, whatever. I'm, like, well, then clearly you don't understand anything about, like, cancer, Mm. for example. Or, like, you don't understand anything about, you know, I don't know, how scary it would be to be at the bottom of the fucking uh, ocean and see a fucking, like, little thing of water come in or hear a little creak and be like what the fuck was that like clearly you have no understanding of that then because it's like if you did you would understand that it's like you know i don't care how much fucking money you have when the doctor sits you down or sits a loved one of yours down and is like yeah it's cancer like i don't care how much fucking money you have that doesn't that doesn't just get washed away of like, oh, ha, 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 it's okay. I'll just keep skipping out on my tax dollars yeah. to fucking I, make I, more money. I know I keep saying this, but I, I honestly think it's because like to do the opposite and to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes and try to like empathize and see where they're coming from and how they, you know, might not be all bad and how things are not black and white. They're very gray. To do that takes like a lot of effort and a lot of people don't want to put in effort because like, you know, life is busy. There's a lot of shit going on. Maybe you have personal problems. Maybe you have you know, stress from work, whatever it is, you want to just take the path of least resistance in life. And a part of that sometimes is just making assumptions and and kind of being, uh, I guess, like superficial in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of just, it. obviously that aspect of it, of putting yourself in other people's shoes goes beyond this. I mean, I think I mentioned it forever ago on the show, but it's kind of like the example I always think of is fucking Tucker Carlson there, who used to be the Fox News, like their main guy and i that's always the reference i use of like for my entire life it has always been fuck tucker carlson this fox news pundit idiot i don't care you know growing up watching like fucking daily show and colbert report and all this shit it's like you know they poke fun at him it's like yeah this guy's an idiot and then like he did an episode of joe rogan a few years ago for you know two three hours whatever it was i watched the whole thing and i was just kind of like huh I was like, it's not like Alex Jones episode of Joe Rogan where I'm like, yeah, you're just clearly a nut job. It's like, huh, like you're maybe not like the worst thing ever. Like maybe you're kind of just a dude who I completely disagree with on all kinds of things. But it's like, it's like maybe, maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe there's like a certain humanity to this person. And then he goes on and does all the shit he does. And I'm like, oh, OK, now I this just reconfirms that I don't like you because deep down, maybe you are an honest person, but you pretend to be a shittier person for like the money and the fame and all that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well now I, I've reconfirmed why I don't like you and why you suck ass. So Tucker Carlson, get fucked. But But I think it's your point. It's a thing of like, I tried the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I tried the like, that's all you can ask for. Let me hear this person out kind of thing and see what happens. But not many people do that, which is the issue is the problem where people don't hear the like, Oh my god, he's back. back. People don't like <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this up in a second. People don't do the, the compassionate of like, you know, let me hear the other person out and then think about it. It's just straight to like, nah, fuck you. And also and it's I, like, well I kind of based on 
based on how they are framing things, I understand why they don't do that because they're framing it as like this person is like the devil. This person is like ultimate evil. Mm. Sure, if it was fucking Satan, then would exactly. you really be like, let's give him the benefit of the, the doubt. Let's hear yeah, him out. Exactly. The common comparison is always like, oh, this person is basically like Hitler. That's like the yeah, all, that's yeah, like the yeah. consistent thing. If you're gonna think of someone like that who, you know, led to the six, seven, whatever the number is, no, millions yeah. of Jews being killed. If you're going to compare someone to that, then yeah, you're not going to give them any time of day. You're not going to hear anything out. You're not going to try to put yourself in their shoes because who cares? They're horrible people. You don't need to think about it. Yeah. So when you think about someone like that, obviously you're not going to do anything. But if you think about them as a complicated human being who, you know, like for example, like Maddie gave a chance to Tucker Carlson, <laughs> watched it. I was like, okay, there seems to be like some good sides to him. Maybe he's like a nice guy in his private life and whatever. He might have changed his mind. In this case, he didn't. But the fact that he tried is like, you know. But it's not, it's not even just that. It's like... I think people, it's a lot more comforting to be a part of a group. 100%. So it's like if you have, uh, like I know a lot of people who watch content creators and it's like they just adopt because they're a fan. They adopt every opinion of that content creator. And mm. like this would be like a political content creator. So then it's like there's a lot more comfort in being a part of like, a, like it's like religion where like people, um, you know, atheists will say, okay, religion is just so that people have something to blame for their misfortune it's a lot easier to take comfort in things when you have a lot of people coming together and thinking the same thing it's, it's a lot thing, easier yeah. to live life like if mm. i'm watching a content creator and i think this guy i believe his takes every take i say i don't even have to think about it anymore it's easy right? he already thought about it for me and i'm already taking that take and i think that's like pretty damaging to be honest they might say something messed up and now you have nothing and that and that sort of mental <laughs> shout out to my atheists <laughs> <laughs> but that that sort of like mental peace that it gives you to have like that kind of like echo chamber like feels good for a lot of for, yeah, yeah, like yes. for it would feel good for anybody it's so natural i mean it goes back to what you were saying about how it's just like a human thing to feel like yes this. it's just kind of like it it makes sense for people it helps them organize their thoughts and also yeah again it's easier because you don't have to do the hard work of like conflicting ideas and like let me like reflect within myself and do all this hard work it's like yeah. now let's just fucking like agree with this chunk of people that like i agree with most stuff on and everything else is just it's pre described to the adage of you know a person is smart people are stupid yeah, yeah. kind mm. of thing and there's some george carlin shout out my goat um some interview he did where he's talking and like i forget it was larry david or something but they were kind mm. of saying about like yeah you're always like you kind of play up the like grumpiness and like this sure. complete just disdain for humanity and all this kind of stuff and george carlin like has this really like poignant line where he's like he's like i love people he's like as individuals he's like i love people and he has this line where he's like if you look in a person's eyes you know he's like you'll see the whole universe in a person's eyes if you look hard enough kind of thing he's like but what i can't stand is when people start to make groups and he's like and it could be as small as two or three people he's like but as soon as they start making groups it's all about trying to fit in and like agreeing with everybody Power else dynamics and the and dynamics and all this shit and it's like there is a certain element of all that and the group think to the schadenfreude thing of like, I think if you sat mm. most people down and were like, listen, do you really want the three guys and one of their kids on the submarine to die? Of course not. Do I you think, yes. really want that? Some people. And maybe. some people would still look you in the yeah. eyes and be like, absolutely, blah, blah, blah. I think those people are like super close-minded and they're just kind of yeah, like a yeah, lost exactly. cause at that point. But like I feel like... like you could reach people in that way as opposed to like if you mm. posted a fucking Twitter poll mm. it was like, do you hope they live or die? <laughs> and it's like 99%, I hope they fucking die. And like the 1% people being like, oh, I hope they like make there's it out. There's also a thing. percentage of people who probably just like say that they want the person to die just because they're like fucking around. Yeah, if you see the, t well, no, if you see the tweet, think if you're like 15, right? You find a tweet of someone saying, this billionaire has farmers creating uh, in sweatshops. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you see that. 
then instantly you're just going to take that opinion. You didn't even look it up. You didn't sure. research anything. You're going to like, you see all these people gang up on something. You're like, yeah, fuck mm. this guy. Mm. And then you click like, you comment. Yeah, I think these these guys definitely deserve it. Yeah, mm. yeah. So then you don't even know who actually came up with this opinion. Sure. If, something, if, if something's popular enough, then it's just yeah, kind of yeah, easy yeah. to, pr- to do, like, kind of like subscribe to it. I it's guess. like when some games are really bad and everyone will be like, this is the best. Like Call of Duty sure. sometimes. It's <laughs> so interesting. Like, to, I'll, I'll like Sorry. say one more point, I guess, before. I don't know if you want to wrap it up, I guess. I will in a second. But like, to me, I, this is the second time I bring this up, but like, for example, the Kanye album, right? <laughs> I just when you think about like musical taste, some people will hear that album and be like, this this album's dog shit. And then other people will hear it and be like, oh, that album's great. And it's interesting to see right now because there's like big content creators who are like musical review people. Um, and they'll be like, this album is like horrible and like it's like impossible to listen to. And then you'll have a bunch of people who, are, like you're saying, love this guy's stuff usually. So they'll just kind of like think that. They'll go into listening yeah. to it being like, this is going to be dog shit. And they're kind of like hoping it is. And their perception is warped in a way, whereas, like for example, diehard Kanye fans are gonna they're gonna love it either way. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Even they're, if they're it going actually... into it with so much love that they're gonna love whatever exactly yeah bullshit comes out. Like so Playboy Cardi fans. Yeah. So I'm yeah. So I don't even I don't know what what my general point was. I guess, but uh, yeah, like I think that sort of this sort of whole issue bleeds into more than just politics or you know it, it bleeds into art. It bleeds into everything. I mm-hmm. think. But anyway. anyways, we'll wrap this up. We don't have sure. to go too long. I will just say. Uh, while I'm at it, fuck social media. You've doomed our species. Uh, and also, please, just have a just have a little more humanity out there. Is that so much to ask? Is it, motherfuckers? Anyways. So I know Maddie's topic was just pretty serious, but mine's also kind of serious. Um, but you know what? That's sometimes the way it rolls out. No more so. shit talk like last week. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was a insane episode. It was weird. But uh, so I wanted to talk about, I guess, the idea of work life, I guess, working a nine to five and the idea that a lot of people have that you have to find your passion, do that, and then you won't feel like you're actually working. How do you guys feel about that concept? Do you think it's kind of like bullshit? Do you think that you can work a job that you don't necessarily feel super passionate about and you're not in love with, i.e. kind of like a basic like <coughs> office nine to five job and then you have hobbies and you have loved ones and you have all these other things in your life that you like are in love with and do you think you can be happy like that or do you think that you have to find work that you are like so in love with that like it doesn't feel like work anymore? Because I know a lot of people are like, you have to do that or else you're going to feel like you're, you know, you're dying every time you go to work type thing. I think it depends on who you are. Okay. Because like, in the summers, I work drywall, and I'm not passionate at all no? about, moving dr- <laughs> at, at mo- about moving drywall. I'm not passionate about waking up super early in the morning and working 10 hours a day, mm. five days a week. But, like, when I get into the routine of it, like, I find some sort of comfortability. Like, I have a routine mm. with a gym. I have, like, a routine, like, after work and everything. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, if, like if only I had like a better job, something I'm more passionate about, I wouldn't have to think about, oh, things could be better. Or like, maybe I wouldn't have to work so late. Or maybe I wouldn't have just three hours to myself after work every day mm. before I had to go to bed. And mm. then I, I don't know, personally, like working that, I always think about, I want a better job. I want something more passionate about something. I'm not going to be overthinking the whole day I'm working about sure. how much I hate it. But what did you, what did you mean by like, it depends on who you are. Do you think it's like a personality <coughs> thing that determines whether you can be satisfied with that? I feel like I feel like it is like some people get comfortable and they just don't even they don't even, they don't even overthink it. They're like I'm making money, mm-hmm. like it's a good job, like mm. enjoy where, the weekends. Where, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess whereas some people might have this perspective that's like 
they need every day to be different and they want a dynamic lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I guess, as opposed to someone being like, I, I, I'm fine with a, a steady schedule. And that steady schedule, regardless of what the actual work is, gives me comfort, like you're saying. Mm. But there are jobs like that do that, I guess. Like, uh, like that, that that provide you with something different every day. So like, yeah. there's jobs like my friend's an accountant. Okay. And she tells me about how horrible being an accountant is. Mm. She's like, oh my God, like it was okay for eight months. And she's like, now I'm just doing the same. It's like at first it was problem solving. And she's like, okay, now she realizes the rest of her life is doing the same problem. Mm every single Once year you get good at it i guess it's just for like 50 years yeah she's like literally i he's she's like i'm so depressed just thinking of my future of doing the same thing every single day but then there's a difference with someone who's like uh working in sales or something like that uh, interacting with people every day yeah but i think there is something to like if you'd not if you don't have like credentials and education and things like that the problem is just like you'll get paid more for something no one else wants to do just because, like, sure. you know, but, economics. But speaking to your friend who is an accountant, do you think that anybody would really feel that way and then people who are saying that they love it are kind of just lying and they're repressing something? Or do you think that there are people who would actually love doing the same thing for 50 years and it's kind of, like, comfortable for them? People love money. So it's like <laughs> if I have a family that I want to take care of, me going to work is giving me purpose. So, like, mm. some people will act like that. So it's like... Like there's a lot of like masculinity in that uh, where it's like I will go to work and I'm sacrificing this portion of my life to make my family happy. And I'm perfectly that's just how I want to live because Mm. like they just didn't find a job that pays that's going to fulfill them in terms of like fun or like entertainment, which I think all of us strive to have a job that entertains us. For sure. But there's sometimes you start to realize that like life is unfair, right? Like you don't always get that option. So Mm. you just need something that pays and then you need to find a reason why you're getting paid so like some people will look for a job that's maybe doing something for the world or their community or sure. they'll volunteer on the weekends to get mm. that purpose instead mm. that makes sense yeah because what i'm thinking is like no matter what job you're doing even if it's something that you love money and, and stability is important to almost everybody i mean mo- you'll, you'll rarely find someone who's like i don't really care if i get paid right so yeah. take that concept of like getting paid and, and the money aspect and like throw that away to the side even in that situation, when you take the money away, do you think that there are people who can live that sort of lifestyle and feel satisfied enough type thing? You know what I'm saying? Or do you, or do you think that ultimately human beings aren't built for that and that you may be convincing yourself of something? You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to clarify. We're still talking about nine to five jobs generally. Yeah, I guess just jobs that you're not necessarily a job that you're not passionate about. You don't necessarily have like a, a super you're not really interested in it. But it provides a steady schedule and... Um, think about yeah. construction workers, though. Sure. There's a lot of people who, like, go into construction on purpose. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they'll go do an apprenticeship and do this. And it's like, it'll pay the same as someone who's sitting at a desk doing some accounting. Yeah. But they're out there busting their ass and doing all these things. But, like, it's required for society. Mm-hmm. So, like, are people built for that? Perhaps no. Well, people are, like, built to go find food in the jungle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... But is that how society's built and how it works? Yeah, like there has to be some people who are doing that. And their place in society, I think it should be more uh, appreciated. That like people sure. are even willing to do something like that. Someone has to do it. Yeah. yeah, like I see these construction workers and I'm like, wow, I'm a bitch. Like, mm. <laughs> like I've been complaining. Those, are, guys, those are men. It's, it's snowing. Mm. They're on a ladder that's slippery. They're going to die. And I'm like, man, I really... I really hated talking to my boss today. I'm like, what am I complaining about? So. Honestly, I, ironically, like in the summer, even though I hate my job, whenever I like deliver to a place where there's someone working at a desk, I go, thank God they're doing that job because I would hate myself if I had to sit at a desk all day long. Mm. I'd much rather 
walk some drywall up like a three-story house super heavy <laughs> because it feels good at the end of the day see the difference between me and him like i mm. could not do that every day i could do that for a summer but to have that be my career yeah i would feel like every day i'm coming home super tired i'm just too lazy for that and i think my brain just doesn't work for that but to choose like the easy way that's kind of like, like i feel like the sit down job is like the easy mind numbing way i sometimes maybe i have adhd i need structure sure so I, that would like give me enough like feeling that i, I think it would help me more than that at yeah. least so or, if, or, if i pose the question of do you think that you could be happy in that sort of situation where you're not interested in your job do you think people do you think you can you can be happy or do you have to pursue something that you're passionate about to be to be actually happy it's hard to say because work makes up so much of your yeah. life and so much of your day mm. like part of me feels inclined to say i'll find meaning after hours sure and find my entertainment after hours like riyad said like a lot of weekend, people do, some people know? go yeah volunteer on the weekends or whatever yeah. a lot of trades workers they're not necessarily like oh i love drywall yeah. or i love whatever right. you know i'm good at it and maybe it's like satisfying to a to a point mm -hmm. but also it's like you know repetition so like you have to find meaning elsewhere right mm -hmm. but sorry continue they could find meaning in that like some people could like welders get really good at welding sure and it's like a skill that they're performing and then eventually they get paid more mm -hmm. like as a construction worker if you're the best construction worker you get paid more it's like just because it's not like something that's maybe prestigious in society it mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's not something that one you're helping the world by mm -hmm. building houses for people uh and then two it's like you're building a skill you're improving yourself yeah and then i think i don't know like the times i've worked like a restaurant job and then nine to five for a week I'm never even thinking of life when I'm there, like if I'm working. So it's kind of like fire. Like it, it is a, it is good sometimes. Like mm. to do that versus to sit at a desk where you're doing something that's very easy. Like, you know, when you stretch out three hours of work to eight hours just because, sure. you know, you're getting paid per hour. Mm. It's better. I think it's better to, to work at the restaurant, be destroyed by work because you're like, it gives you a sense, like a break mm. from the rest of your problems, which mm. problems stack up and have work as a break is good, I think. No, I get that too. It's just the idea of, of like keeping yourself busy so that, you, you know, you're actually doing productive shit and you're not, you're like, not thinking. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> thinking, thinking is like the death of everyone mm. at the end of the day. If you just overthink your problems, you're mm. just going to end up miserable. Mm. What, do you, what do you think, Maddie, about the idea of like needing to love your work versus like, you know. I don't think you need to. I just think, I mean, it's obviously more ideal sure. to be to like what mm. you're doing mm. and to do it. I mean, ideally you strike a perfect medium of like, I'm making enough money to, you know, sustain, sustain myself or sustain a family or, you know, cocaine addiction, whatever mm -hmm. you're into. And at the same time, I like my job and I like what I'm doing and, you know, kind of thing. Um, I think I might personally lean on the side of like, I would maybe take a slight money hit to do what I'd rather be doing. Mm. But to your thing of like people doing something that maybe just, you know, not an like exorbitant amount of money, but it just, you know, it pays the bills and it yeah. is what it is kind of thing. But I'm not like passionate about it or whatever, you mm. know. I think people can be happy in that. Not from the job necessarily. Yeah. Sure. More in like the stability that it provides. Sure. Like the outcome of it of like my job sucks, but I have a job. I put my kid through college <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Like mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a satisfaction in the kind of like what you guys are saying of like I'm working hard and I'm working for my family and that kind of stuff. But it could always be better if you did 
like sure. love your job. On a personal level, though, I think it's harder to be doing a job that you're not, I guess, satisfied with. And, and for like, you, you, you couldn't imagine yourself living like that. That's yeah, like to me personally, it's like, you know, and I mean, it's a little different and also I think a little easier to be saying it from like an arts perspective. Mm. But it's like, yes, I like making movies and stuff or I like writing and would like to do comic books and all this shit. And it's like, yeah, I would spend the rest of my life doing that happy as shit. As long as I'm making enough money, you know, if I somehow become one of these people who sure. makes like a lot of money in entertainment, then it's like, well, that's also great too. Like, I guess that's technically the perfect mm. ideal of you love your job and also you're making a shitload of money. Um, but that's like the hardest thing I would imagine to achieve out of that. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's the thing where I think on a personal level, can you be happy with a job you're not passionate about, yes, I guess, but not because of the job. Mm. It's more like the surrounding things. Because I have definitely known people or, like, you know, you hear of people who, you know, spend their whole lives working a job and then, it, you know, when they get in their later years are kind of like, mm. fuck, I wish I had done something else or whatever. And it's yeah. like, that's always I don't know. hard to hear. I don't know if I'm on to anything by saying this, but I feel like... You always, as as kids especially, you're told to like go for like shoot for the stars, like you know try to chase your dreams and do incredible things and all this stuff. And you know, no one ever goes like, I want to be like in drywall. That's my dream. For example, I mean, maybe maybe someone does, right? But like to me, it's like the question is, I don't know. Obviously, it's there's no way to answer the question, but I want to hear opinions. I guess like, should everybody go for that and shoot for that, or is it like you know? Because also, it's valuable to have people who do these sort of mundane jobs that are like really important for society type thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. I guess the question is that I'm trying to figure out is should that be something that's everybody's trying to do or should it be, like, also... Because I feel like it's not... It's never communicated that, like, oh, there's a lot of jobs that are, like, meaningful and helpful to society that are going to help and it's not necessarily, like, you shooting for your dream mm -hmm. type thing. Like, should that be kind of, like, discouraged in a way or, you know, encouraged? I was going to say that I feel like everybody should try to have some sort of goal mm. that they should aim for that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be like drywall delivery companies or like businesses like that that are abs that are essential for society because there's going to be people that want to get into business and selling mm. drywall is a business and that's mm. something that they're going to like doing because there's accounting there's being on the phones they're selling stuff like there's a business side to it but it's the it's the small people inside that help make it up like the guys that actually deliver the guys that drive the mm. guys that like run the forklifts like i feel like those people really need to try to strive for something bigger because those jobs are always they're always going to get replaced like there's small little jobs that can get filled in by anybody that goes to get a forklift license or anyone who wants to lift drywall like myself in the summer like i like i whenever i'm working in the summer i'm always thinking about what i want to do in the future how i'm going to pursue it like how i want to get there and i feel like the people in those positions should try mm -hmm. to get themselves maybe into a better position or at least think about it mm -hmm. okay I think it's like a very like Western idea though that you should shoot for the stars. Like I don't sure. think many other like other countries to an age will be like be a doctor, be this, be this. But eventually the parents will be like, okay, like get real. Like you need a job, and we mm. don't want you to be working uh, a job that's not going to pay well. So that you, for your own sake, like you know what I mean. It's a very it's a very Eastern concept to be like 
make the family proud, be reasonable, be sensible, as opposed to like, you know, go crazy and like try to become an actor or a Hippy soccer dippy player. dippy la la land over here in fucking Canada <laughs> yeah. <and the> States. <laughs> like if, if I, listen, I, if I told my parents I want to go to film school, sure. they'd probably let me. Mm-hmm. But if I talk for like my cousins from who like are live in Lebanon, if they said that, they'd get slapped. Like it would be over. They're never getting supported again. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's a. There's like, I think it's just like an ideal world for everyone to be doing what they want because there's like a place for everyone, I guess. Mm. Which is sad, but I th- I think you could still find. I think I could be happy working a job I don't like. I th- I think at the mm. end I could mm. if I have like a good family if i'm making good money mm. i think money will have to there's like a ratio there where it's like money to happiness ratio compromise yeah yeah like if i'm working nine to five and i'm making like 200 grand and i hate this job it's the worst job ever bro i'm gonna be able to do whatever i want i could take care of everyone because i don't know i was like a hero complex in me right like i want to <laughs> take care of everyone i love yeah. so i think i'd already be like bro fuck me Let's just grind and let me just have this and I can buy the best car. I can do all these things. You do these things to show off to everyone that your life's so good. Like while you say that's bad, it's like it is a source of happiness that you can like show people that you're doing well. It's like a like a little uh, motivator, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like when you get like a like a shitty car, like when people get a Honda and they put a bunch of skirts on it. It's like it's still a shitty Honda, but like you look sick and it makes you happy that your car (laughs) looks cool. Money talks. (laughs) Just to build on that idea of culture, just in a slightly different direction, there's also the idea of, again, how Riyadh was saying, shooting for the stars is like a really Western idea. Shooting for the stars is a really Western idea. I've had conversations with people from Eastern Europe, for example, Mm. where they say, yeah, work isn't what they think about, and it's not what their life revolves around. It's after work, meaning to them is like, Going, all the families meeting up. Community. Community, exactly. That's what it is. So it's like, their work is like secondary. It's like, what do you mean? Whatever. It's just like, I I just needed to survive, but I don't give a shit about it. Exactly. Mm. So it's, it's sort of a different sort of cultural take on where you find happiness. It's, there is something to be said about the like, and I made the, you know, hippy dippy joke of like, yeah, and like Canada, America, it's follow your dreams, do whatever you want. And then in other parts of the world, they're like, you know, to a fault sometimes, but like a little more kind of real um, about that sort of stuff. But there's also that to what you're saying, Patrick, of like in Canada and America and, you know, other Western parts, it is very much like, yeah, you got to be a working stiff your whole life. And like, you have to do this and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then you look at, you know, some other countries where it's more like a, like a better work-life balance of just like, yeah, go to your job and, you know, take pride in what you do and do your shit. But like, you're not a slave to this thing. Exactly. Have more, never, more days off. And... I've never been in one of those countries before, but <clears throat> I've heard a lot of people say to me that it feels like work here is slavery, or it's like mm. it's what's the Shit. word I'm looking for? Not slavery, but it's even... you know what I'm you know what I'm trying here to say? Like a, like or a, in other countries. No, here, here it's like, a, it's like, like a a your race. whole life. Oh, here, and it, yeah. it drains you and it burns you Dude, out. I've... And over there, it's like whereas you go to like fucking Denmark or one of the one of those countries where it's like you live for work. That's what they say. Like oh, here it's like. You're working to live. Yeah. And then over there, what's the inverse? Live to work. Live to work? No. Here you live to work. Here you live to work. There you work to live kind of thing. Like no, no, no. Here it. you work so that you can live on the weekends. Yeah. And essentially, <laughs> like, the, the, that, 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 that's like what a, that's a very like Western thing. Yeah. Whatever the fuck yeah. the saying is. Whatever it is. Basically, the idea of like, yes, here you're working because it's like, I don't know. 
<laughs> a necessity or you're supposed to or it's like more mandatory in quotes not that it's not you, in these other places yeah. but it's like it's different it's the balance that it's the balance to. it is yeah. in a way not to dive too much into that but it is the socialism side of things where yeah. it's like you look at these countries like i don't know why i just pinned <laughs> yeah you so i just pinned all of socialism <laughs> on riyadh but it's like no but then it's like you know when they used to do the survey things of like what's the happiest place on earth and it was like denmark all these years in a row and then they talk to the people there and it's like why and it's like well i mean everything's like education's free healthcare's free daycare's free all this shit's taken care of so it's like oh so you're not working to like Survive. make sure your kid stays in daycare yeah, yeah. or make sure you have fucking food to eat or like all this stuff it's like well like you're paying for groceries and i don't want to make it sound like it's fucking fairyland over there you can just Denmark. go to ikea and get free food. yeah just take whatever you <laughs> take whatever you want when you're in sweden Any but there is a like but there is an aspect to, of it where it is like a, you know you might be more content working a job over there mm -hmm. that you aren't necessarily like head over heels for because your overall like quality of life True. is better yeah. and you've got all these more kind of support systems around you whereas here it's like oh your job's shit like Oh, well, have fun with that. Mm. And also, you know, I mean, in the States, for example, hope you don't get sick unless you like hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical bills. Like, <laughs> Are you going to say something? Yeah, like I was. There's two things. First of all, yeah, it's like he wants to be a teacher, right? Yes. Like if it would be a way easier decision to be a teacher if you already had all your bills paid for and you wouldn't have to like worry about it. Because I know it's like hard nowadays, too, for like teachers to make a great living it's, yeah. they get a good living it's very secure mm -hmm. but it's like hard and there's jobs like that where it's like these are the people leading our society and it ends up like being the wrong people because all the people who had passion left it and decided mm -hmm. to do something like being a professor or like they want like someone who loves teaching math is like i don't want to teach though so they go become like an accountant so then you lose all these people who are like passionate about some things because they have to meet this uh amount of wealth i guess mm -hmm. but i was going to comment about i was in china and i was talking to my translator about like you know politics to an extent they don't really talk about anything there that In is China? against the what <laughs> yeah no so way. i was <laughs> so i was there she's telling me that there's an exam that they do after high school yeah. and it essentially decides your life like, are you yeah. going to be a working man or are you going to be in school? An innovator or some oh. shit. Oh, yeah. So there's like one test and you get like one try. I don't know if you get one try, but like she made it sound like you get one try. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like the B movie when it's like, am I going to get the Creelman or am I going <laughs> to go to the fucking... Like, like they just kind of do this like really arbitrary thing where it's like, eh, you're over there. No, but you can literally tell. Like if there's like someone in like the hotel workers or like I was at a work event, the people working for the event, like doing janitor, they know zero English. But then you meet someone who's like coming to the event and they're rich. They know they're fluent in English. And then she tells me the reason is because a lot of these people, they don't get to learn English because in university they start learning English. Mm. And these people are literally cannot. So like 90% of the people I met in China, in Shanghai, the most English part of China, yeah. knew no English. Is it because they're, they're blue collar you're saying? It's like they're not relevant to me. Like, like the fact that like that's how it feels when you're there is like because they're not educated i don't need to speak to them so they don't need to know english kind of thing it feels really weird it's almost know. like there's like a greater i guess like there's so many people that they have to sort them like that because otherwise you have nothing done it sounds like, it sounds like i didn't a, say they're superior i'm <laughs> saying they're, they're, making it, they're making it seem like that is what i'm trying to say there's greater like distinction between like <laughs> don't <laughs> don't do that to me it's almost like, as if there's like bigger steps in between like social classes where it's like it's kind of i guess we were talking remember we were talking about the caste system and shit like that where it's yeah. like there are people who are like untouchables and people who are like you know it's like there's Warrior, bigger differences between people yeah, yeah. Sure. to your point though about the whole job thing 
in terms of like you know do you shoot for the stars kind of thing the sort of the dreamer in me says like yes i think it's just being practical about things too and like do what you want but like do it in a way that makes sense but some people would argue okay this is another uh, not a subtopic but i want to ask you guys about this like some people would argue that you need a high level of delusion to reach something that Mm. is so incredibly you know fantastic and like you're making an insane amount of money and sure you're, and you're like you know like how does someone like for example like i don't know fucking leonardo dicaprio like how does he get to that place without being like having a large level of delusion early on in his career when he wasn't maybe an excellent actor from like when well, he was a kid but, but i would know? argue it's less delusion and it's more like passion and hard work and talent no, i would also no, but, argue but, no, but that if he, no but if he was but but if he was not delusional if he was realistic luck. then he would be like Oh, then he would recognize that odds are like the zero point zero 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 one percent chance I'm gonna get to an insane level. Mm-hmm. So there has to be some sort of like sure. disregard it requires for some amount of I, like I would agree. I would agree that for some people, yes, there's a certain amount of delusion needed. But you all, you also hear stories where people say, like to, to Maddie's point about having passion and doing it because you love it, baby steps, incrementing and building up to that point where it's like you get big or yeah. you get your break or whatever kind of thing, mm. if that makes sense. Or like, sure. Yeah, an actor who doesn't really like become big or famous till they are in like their, you know, 40s or 50s or something. And they mm. aren't like a Leonardo DiCaprio who's like 20. And mm. hey, here's fucking Titanic or whatever. Um, so I'm sure there's part of it to that. What I'm saying is more just like shoot for what you want. Just do it in a way that you can make feasible. Because for me, it's like, yes, in film and television and all that shit and I'd like to do comic books and all this kind of stuff but to me it's like okay I'm sure it would be great to be the next fucking Spielberg but I'm more realistic in of it in the sense of like well I like editing I want to do movie stuff I'd like doing that but because I like editing it means I could also do like you know not necessarily movies but I could do like more content creation stuff and not even just making my own but like working as an editor for some YouTuber or like this other thing and, you know, make it work that way. Like there's ways of doing it more practically, I guess. And it's like, if you are passionate about, you know, X thing and it isn't working and you can't do it, it's like, then maybe you become like a professor in it and you teach it. And I, some, I know some people say like in a disparaging way of like, you know, the whole, those who can't do teach kind of thing. But to me, it's like, well, no, if you're fucking, I am passionate as shit about, movies and games and all this nerdy stuff if somebody was like hey matt you want to be a fucking college professor and like film studies or whatever all stuff i'd be like that's a pretty tempting offer because it's like why wouldn't i want to go educate and talk about this thing i love and then i'm still doing it in quotes but in a way that makes more sense i guess so Mm -hmm. to your question shoot for what you want but be reasonable i think that sorry did you want to say something no, because I I know there I think there is something to be said about the Eastern mentality, right? I feel like mm-hmm. the the fact that it's persisted for so long means that it it works on some level. I mean, whatever that means for you, like what like what something like it works and for for them, for example, but it may not work for us. And, and it's kind of an interesting conversation to think like, is the Western mentality like better mm. than the Eastern mentality, and like what kind of outcomes do each um, show i guess but well it depends on the context like if you're struggling to eat shooting yeah. to be a movie creator is just not the right decision sure different right? priorities and stuff yeah like and someone like leo 
had probably rich parents. Uh, he was not 20 when he started. He was like... He was a little older. He was, he was like, no, he's younger. He's a teenager. Who yeah. ate Gilbert's grape? He was like 12 or something. Yeah. And he was like an amazing actor. He just mm. was full of talent. So maybe that's not like the best uh, mm. person, but maybe like someone like Angelina Jolie who like just thrown in by her dad. Mm. Like a lot of these guys, they'll either have delusion or money. I think there is a sense of delusion that is required mm. because I think... Um, it's maybe not delusion, but it's like confidence to a point where it's not reasonable, really. <laughs> yeah, where you're just delusion. like, fuck all you guys, like fuck what everyone else says, and maybe that has to do with the support system as well, or having nothing to lose. Like some of these people were homeless, mm. and then they're like, well, what like what happens if I fail? Like really, what happens? Yeah. I have nothing else. I think that I think that that sort of delusion though is so valuable because like, if you go your whole life thinking like, that's nah, probably not gonna happen. Like I gotta be sensible. Then like. If everybody thought like that, then nobody would innovate and nobody would reach a point of like, holy shit, that's incredible. Right. You know? Well, that's why to the thing of like, I don't know if one's necessarily better or worse sure, than the yeah. other in quotes. I am more partial to like, you know, how we do things here. And obviously that's with incredible bias mm. fucking living here my whole life. Because to me, it's just like, especially looking at it more from the creative mm. side of things. I definitely know people or look at some people who have like whether it's like that more old school European or it is more like a Middle Eastern thing or an Asian thing or whatever it is, like other parts of the world that like have the more, you know, no, you need to be a doctor or a lawyer or this or that and the other thing. And like there are times where I look at people who have that kind of on them and get the sense of like you would be happier doing like mm. teaching or something in the arts or music or like whatever, like you would be happier doing this other thing and you'd probably be like good at it. But the sort of like surrounding factor is like, no, you got to become a lawyer kind of thing. Mm. And then it's like, well, now you're doing that. But like, is that what you really want to be doing mm -hmm. kind of thing? I guess that also goes into like broader than just a job sense. I look at it. Like specifically, I mean, with you two, where it's like you two both being Egyptian and, you know, Let's some go. of the things we've talked about over the years of like, you know, more familial expectations or like, you know, things you might do in your lives that your families might not be too impressed with. It's always been fascinating to me to compare and contrast like how my family life is and how my culture is versus like how you talk with your parents and have a conversation with your parents because it's like there'll be... <laughs> thanks Malcolm <laughs> no but there, there will be times where for example like I'll, I'll even tell Patrick or I'll tell my parents like oh like Maddie was having a conversation with parent with his parents and they were making sex jokes and just kind of like going back and forth and like laughing and whatever and how I could never do that mm -hmm. or like not at least at that level so it's like there's all these differences where there's like kind of like cultural boundaries and barriers and lines drawn everywhere and it's like it's weird to see those differences and it's like I see like pros and cons in both. You know? Yes, there are definitely ups and downs to both, but I tend to side, and again, I'm saying it applies to like a job sense, but also in a broad sense of like just giving, I don't know, kids in sense or like, you know, younger people the like freedom and the option to kind of thing and, yeah. to like kind of carve your own path in any way again not just a career thing like in a multitude of ways as opposed to like yeah no this is the thing you have to do and this is the job you have to work and this is like you know the sort of cultural thing you have to believe in and this is like you know the you know relationship thing you have to I follow like, like all these different restrictions where yeah. it's like i side more on the like 
leave it open more, let them figure it out. To, kind to of me, thing. and before you, before you go really quick, I think to me at the end of the day, the most the best thing to do is to kind of like at least give them the option to like not like not force them to try to like do something crazy and like you know shoot for the stars and not force them to like settle down and do something more like mundane. It's kind yeah. of like having the option for people is like really important. Yeah, it's the option of like do what you want to do. Do you want to be a fucking lawyer? Then sure. it's like awesome, great, do that. Do you want to fucking take up interpretive dance and perform for Patrick and Malcolm. Uh, and spank your and ass whatever, on stage. Spank your ass Please on stage. Then no. it's like, okay, great, do that. But like, I would, I side more on the like, give people the option yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I have this thing. This is like how I chose my job. I just remembered. I was in like my second year. Okay. And there's this thing called Ikigai, which is like a Japanese picture if you want to pull Whoa. it up on the thing. But essentially out. it's the like, in Japan, I don't know how used this is, but I discovered it once by watching like some like a psychiatrist. Can you pull it up, man? Can we, can we see it on the big screen there? Oh yeah. Uh, but essentially, you want to choose the what's between what you love, what you're good at, what you're paid for, and what the world needs. Hmm. So by doing that, you will find the perfect fulfillment in your career. So if you do something in between that, like what you're good at and what you love, you get passion love and needs you get mission between needs and paid for you get vocation between paid for and good at you get profession so like by using this this is like a in japan i mean japan's pretty it's like more wealthy than like the third world countries japan i guess knows what's up yeah but i think this is like a good way to choose your career in some ways uh or at least i did because i'm like yeah what i love is probably not doing anything that's not fun you know what i mean but then i'm like i'm good at some things and i'm uh, like so, I feel fulfillment by helping other people, and then I have yeah. to be paid for it. So, so, it's so like, is the is the goal essentially to be as close to the center as possible, or there's the overlap? Yeah, Iki, you want ikigai, which yeah. means like fulfillment in Japanese. So that would mean you have like it would be like everything in yeah. that whole chart. You have these four. Oh, the four. Okay. And then if you between these, you have that. If you're between these, you have that. If you mm. mean, and you don't necessarily want these to be fully fulfilled, but you could still get them. Like to have. Um, what you're paid for and what the world needs, you get vocation. I mean, if you have a, what you love and what the world needs, you have a mission. So you're not even caring about pay. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? What you love and what you're good at, you get a passion. So you're a guitarist and you make no money. You know what I mean? Like now you're having fun, but you miss out on the payment. Or good at and paid for profession. This is like you don't really enjoy it, but you can still get some fulfillment. But this is where you get like the peak fulfillment. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting to look at for sure. And I, I haven't personally like... I mean, I think I I think of these sort of concepts abstractly in my mind, but it's cool to see it laid out mm -hmm. in a visual image like that. Yeah. Thank you, Japan. Ikigai. Ikigai. Yeah. Ikigai. I use I use that. It sounds delicious as well. It does. <laughs> it does. I want some ikigai right God, now. How good in front would of sushi me. be right now? Fuck. I think of so that's what I was thinking of sushi. <laughs> I some eel or something. Like I haven't eaten since like noon today, and I'm so. Hungry. Anyway, I think that's my topic, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate nice. you guys uh, jumping in with me oh, and really? figuring that out. There you go. Yeah. Welcome back for our next, yes. You know what I'm also just realizing? That if mm. we are doing a screen recording and projecting that on screen, we're only going to use the wide in the corner, so we really didn't need yours oh. or Malcolm's cameras for this. Oh. Should oh. Stop huh? should probably stop him. Why? Why should we probably just stop him? Just, just, Leave him running. It. I probably won't use any of this footage. We'll see what happens. Anyways, go Anyways. on, Patrick. So uh, we're going to be playing Jackbox now. Uh, specifically murder mystery trivia. Woo! Mark is already just Dude, I'm pissed. regretting everything. Why, Patrick, let me ask you, why didn't you do Quiplash? 
The problem with Clash is that it is a game in which the demons come out. Yes. And so we want to keep those demons contained and... We don't uh, want to go to jail. We don't yeah, want- we really don't want any prison time or, like, careers ended over things we may or may not joke about. Because you know what? Quiplash is the kind of game you play when you're not being recorded. And you play it with your exactly. close friends and family who would never rat we're, you out. We're going to feel it out. Um, I was thinking that after we play a game of Murder Mystery, that we play mm-hmm. a game of Gaspinage as well. Okay. But... Anyone who's not first, all the losers, have to take a shot of this hot sauce as punishment. Now, when we say shot, Mark is so when we say shot, we're it's saying not a shot. It's, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit because we don't hate ourselves. We don't hate I want to clarify. It's most, most people who would see this are like, oh, what a bunch of like. I mean, for me, like, oh, like what a wuss. But to me, <laughs> this is like fucking. This is so intense because I don't like spice, and mm. even a little bit of spice in my food like freaks me out. Mark's so. Mark's uh, seeing God right. I'm sweating <laughs> over here. All right, shall we? Uh, shall get this we going? begin? Uh, do we want to say who everybody is in yeah, case uh, anybody wants to keep track? I'm I'm money wise. I'm I'm cum edge. Mm. I'm boobies, but with numbers. Oh. Patty and I'm cummy ache. Very good. <laughs> Like come in case there was any confusion. <laughs> come here. All right, everybody's in. I don't know. I assume this is going to be loud as shit. Exactly. Well, I'm getting nervous here now. There's something on the line. There's something on the line. For literally anyone that's not first. Uh, it's just great. Stupid game. Come edge. While uh, this stupid thing we don't care about is playing because we don't know how the game works, yeah. should we just explain really quickly for anybody who doesn't know it's trivia? Yeah. But like you have, to, if you lose a question, you have to do like some extra challenge thing, and if you fail that, you die. Yeah. And if you do it, you keep living, and then it's basically you have to be the last man standing at the end. Yeah. I got about some. It's it like up. trivia, but questions nobody knows. Exactly. exactly. So you so know trivia. you'll you'll catch on, audience. <laughs> Anyways, let's get started here. Ah! First question. We all have heroes. Let's talk about mine. What's the name of the demon that possesses little Regan and the exorcist? Okay, okay. Mm. This, is, this is a doable one, but I've never seen the exorcist. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no, I, don't, I haven't seen the exorcist since I was like... I have no idea. I've never really seen the movie. Pazuzu! Pazuzu. Oh, oh, I get it? Oh, thank God I got it. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just react. <laughs> How the hell did you guys know that? I guess. Yes. Guess. Guess. It, it was not a guess from me. I suck. Shut up. Oh, it's for me? Yeah. That's for you. you got it wrong. He's talking to me. <laughs> which one's the... F- which one's one? I want to say fucking evil. <laughs> Ah, like oh, right one. I did the right one. You lost your pinky. That's fine. That's I don't need a pinky. Yeah. Okay. I can still grasp. There you go. Look, pinky's up. Hey, thirty-three dollars. Yeah, to our one thousand. More than I got. I'm doing what I love. <laughs> oh fuck. How long? <sighs> it can't be that long. Dude. It can't. Be. Two hours. Get out of here. There's no way it's two well, hours. I cut my pinky so I don't get to choose four. <coughs> Honestly, I feel like it's going to be a surprise and it's going to be 104. I think 96. 96. 96. Fuck no! you! It's that short? It's not even an hour and a half? <laughs> I knew it wasn't long at um, all. I knew it wasn't long, but I was How like... How do you know that? <laughs> I was like 88 minutes. I was like, that's not even an hour and a half. Oh, Jesus. 
I didn't even see the squeakle to be, to be honest. Fuck. All the safe players. No, oh, fuck. What do I think I get to choose? You get one. Don't fuck Only me one? on this. Yeah. I get to choose one. There's yeah. four to cups to choose from. Malcolm, don't fuck me on this. I didn't like that, I didn't like that drop. I didn't like that drop. Boop. Boop. I'm gonna go Indiana Jones, baby. Where'd you put it, Malcolm? Where'd you tell it? Say it. Four. Oh, thank God. I, my favorite number is four, Woo. but I didn't choose it. Woo! No one, no one died. Wowie, wowie. Wowie, wowie. You know what I really want is for Patrick to lose at his own game that he's putting us through and have to drink it. The odds, the odds say that I will. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm Four and so five. Nervous, <laughs> Which superhero takes an oath that starts with "The brightest day in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight." Bro, the questions are hitting tonight. I was gonna say, why are the questions so? <clears throat> I mean, I didn't get the chipmunks one, but. Exorcist, some movie see, knowledge, I, and some nerd I guess knowledge. one. See, no. I guess I guess this because he's holding a lantern. I really thought it was. I really thought it was Batman. <laughs> oh, sound like Batman. Malcolm's I don't think Patrick? he talks in rhyme. Patrick loves Green Lantern. Are you dude. fucking kidding me? I did, bro. What did you hit? I did Punisher. <laughs> you like Green Lantern? I know. I know. I screwed it. Oh my it. god! I screwed it. I screwed it. Okay, so they're gonna answer this question. If you could only take one book to a desert island, what would it be? And then we vote for the, the answer that's the worst, and then that person gets oh, okay. killed from the game. I cannot believe Patrick got a fucking just a perfect toss right to him for a grand slam. <laughs> Is and that like his catchphrase? Yeah, it's I've like never, Green Lantern. Never read it. I know I just, nothing about Green Lantern. I just Lantern. knew that, you know. For you guys, sure. But Patrick is a Green Lantern fan. Now everyone gets the vote. I feel ashamed of myself. You can only take one book to an island. What would you take? Man, Castaway is kind of sad if you're on an island. Come on. I've only heard of the Castaway. <laughs> but also, I really don't want to read about the fucking gulag. I, I yeah. thought the gulags from Call of Duty. I couldn't think of any other book. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Ooh, and Patrick's dead. Good start. Good start. <laughs> oh, man. should have said Ninja, Guide to Game. I was going to say something like How to Survive on an Island for Dummies or something. You know what's like, not annoying, but it's just kind of like daunting over smell? me is I can smell the yeah. hot sauce. Yeah. So it's like I can look up and see the guillotine just Yo, we waiting. Should, we should pour more. <laughs> Oh, Patrick. What were the locations of eating, eating praying, and loving, and eating? Oh, fuck. Shit. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't even know what this is. Got it. Fuck, I chose the wrong one. I, I can't even choose one of them. Ah, because I have a on. finger gone. It's but, gotta be one. And I know it's that yes! one. Yes! Oh. <coughs> oh, it wasn't that one. Damn. I thought I thought you would be. I thought you would be Italy. Huh? I thought eat would yeah, be Italy. Yeah, me too. I thought so too. I thought you would be Italy, and Italy's, I was like, no, come on. No, I knew it was Italy and India, and I didn't know the third. And there was only one answer that had Italy. Yeah, I'm gonna put my there. mic down for this one. I gotta. Here we go. You gotta lock in. <laughs> Mark has to lock in. Bye bye. Type the person with the shortest word dies. Who will type the longer word? Wait, do I not get to? I don't get to play. No, oh, didn't you get the answer dead. right? Oh, you're already dead. This is to see if Margaria dies. Mm. The person with the shortest word. Yeah. Dies. I don't know if I even. Whatever, dude. Place your bets, everybody. <laughs> I think I don't know if I spelt it right. Oh God. Bro, this guy, look at this, look at this going, guy, bro. I did not have a, He's texting his boys in the middle. <laughs> oh no! Callers. It's a word. 
I could not think of anything. Huge. I was going to do erasers. <laughs> Money wise. I always look for Money something wise. and you can put an S at the end. Because it adds an extra letter. Money wise. Alright, fellas, the game continues. I've got more questions for you. <laughs> okay, here's a funny question about one of my hobbies. Around which temperature does steel start to melt? Ah, uh, no, science. My weakness. Science it's in and Fahrenheit math. Fahrenheit, too. <laughs> science and math. I want to just drink this shit now, bro. <laughs> Come on. Oh, no, Please. you have a higher one. It's three. Woo! Damn it, two. Bro, because they say jet fuel can't melt steel beams. That's like, huh? a, that's like <laughs> the George Bush theory. <laughs> Fuck. Make me feel something. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. I can do that. Pilates. You can Draw do that. Pilates. Pilates. <laughs> Can I honestly just drink it now? No. <laughs> you might not have to. Not have I to. definitely will. Mark have wants to, to drink it now, does it, and then he's wins. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't have to. How long do I have? I don't know. No, like, probably like 20 seconds. No it's the heartbeat. Okay. Are you getting scared, Malcolm? Are you getting nervous over there? What if it stops when it's like steady? <laughs> <laughs> Draw Pilates. Pilates, baby. 10 seconds left, probably. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just, just know whichever one is more vulgar <laughs> is Malcolm's. Oh, dude. This is going to be on the internet. <laughs> Oh, oh there, there we go. Oh, oh no. Oh, Man, I hope YouTube doesn't mind. The worst drawing? I know exactly which one's the worst drawing for me. I just, I don't know what B is, though. I don't know what B well, is. It's, it's, a, a, it's a girl stretching. It's someone bent yeah. over. Oh, I see. Come on. Pilate. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, why is it a girl stretching? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh. Pilate. Uh -huh. Why does it have to be a girl? My bias has come out. Damn it. Pilate. Pilate. I like, how, how am I, I still like, in here? I got like one right. Like that's I've won every challenge. some language for penis. <laughs> so she said dick Bro, and it's just Pilate. I don't know. Pilate. Like, Pilate. like Pilate is Spanish for dick. That's why I was telling Mark. He drew a picture of a dick and then wrote Pilate. It's like, yeah, babe, might be Pilate. Oh, I know that. I know father of transcendent... transcendent okay, well... Transcendentalism. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have no idea. People. Who else guessed Voltaire? I'm guessing Voltaire because he's the only one I've heard. I don't know. Of. <laughs> Fuck, oh, it was Ralph the one Waldo. with the <laughs> How did I not guess that? I should have known it was going to be the motherfucker with the long, stupid name. <laughs> Bro, why am I always out? No, coming in. That's me. Ah, oh, fuck. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Orange, yellow, blue, <laughs> red. Black, Is there red green. There? there might be a blue one in there. It's got to be a red. <laughs> oh, no. Knife, gun, knife, gun, gun, knife. <laughs> Grenade, hammer. Red, blue, knife, red. Knife. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be weapons. I was hoping it was going to be weapons. You banked on weapons. You're, you're it was I banked oh, on I, weapons. I did it wrong. I thought it was asking one by one. Ooh. Bro. You're saying the order from left to right. I knew it, but. You did? <laughs> All right. No, I knew it, but well, I was what, doing. What I, did, I did gun, <coughs> hammer, sword. Oh. oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Yep, there he goes. This is the last, I think this is it now. It's gonna be the last race. Take a slow final Come oh, on, Cummage. Who's coming? Matt, yeah, Maddie's winning, bro. Come on. Rat bastard. And Patrick's, oh wait, but you all drink. I thought it was dead last, but no, it's everybody who doesn't win. Oh fuck, so I really need to win. <laughs> I thought it was dead last. Uh. Oh yeah, of course. 
I'll find spring water. Taking a swing. Plus fork acid? Isn't that yeah. meth? <laughs> I'm dead last? Yeah. You're definitely drinking, bro. You suck. From New York? Let's go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, that's a. Who the fuck are the pirates? I don't know. And so definitely I didn't, definitely and so I, not from New York. That's so why I didn't maybe. guess them. I know this. Definitely not from New York. I, well, that's not so far. I know this. Wait. <laughs> They're both. Ah, I was going to say Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Buffalo's New York Buffalo. State. Oh. Ah, see, that's what I, I had the revelation. They tricked you. Damn. Hercules. Oh, of course. <laughs> steal some apples, steal some cattle. And also lasso the moon. I feel like it's none of these. <coughs> oh, yeah, I got none. Oops, I got none. I got none as well. I got one. I got none as well. <laughs> Fuck, I was like, why was apples? I thought it was Lasso of the Moon. Here's a path, little to start with. No, Lebanon's in there. Oh, uh, but the bit. But the boy. That's cheating. They gave him the Lebanon but question. Estonia. So this is guess. I think I got it. I think I got it. Wait, you know the capital of Estonia? <laughs> no, no, no. I know the capital of Belgium and London. Lebanon, baby. I mean, fuck. I don't know Belgium. I needed. I needed that. I really needed that. Is that border of Tennessee? Border Tennessee. Great. Uh, this is oh depressing. Oh my god. I'm pretty confident uh, about maybe, this one. Maybe. Maybe. I'm pretty confident about this one, baby. I think it's just, Virginia's got to be one of them. I, mean, I don't uh, think it's Virginia. It no? might, I think it might be Virginia. I think it might be. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh no! I got two. I got two. Oh my god, dude! Bro. I got. Oh, money wise, I thought I was coming. <laughs> Justin Bieber then. Tattoos? Where all the Justin Bieber stands when we need them. Oh my you god. Let's go. Let's go. It's been a triple, I'm baby. I'm going crazy. I'm going I'm for going none for of them. Woo! Woo! I went for none of them. And I... You <laughs> went for none of them? Ooh, and Patrick's Dude. dead. Purpose was his album. Transformers. Oh, let's go. Shit. Bishop. Get out of here with this Bishop shit. <laughs> I think Bishop is one of them. Oh, wow. No, not... Okay. Shit! <laughs> no! Oh! Fucking god, no! I hate you! Oh my god! Oh fuck! Shit! Uh, fuck. I'm sorry, who? Comic book guy. Nope. Uh, I don't know the answer to any of this shit. Please, please, this, please. This question was made for Maddie. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. I did it. I got I got all three. Everyone got all of them. Damn it. Got all of them. Fuck you, Fuck guys. Fuck you, Malcolm. Fuck you, Malcolm. Oh. Fuck you, Malcolm. Bullshit. Fuck you, Malcolm. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm so close. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm not a salad expert. Come on. Give it. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Dude, please. <laughs> I'm losing. <laughs> Bro, I suck. Oh my god, I got, I got all three. No! Oh my god, I got all three. I'm one behind! Ah! <coughs> dude, I can win it right now. I can win it right now, dude. No! Chihuahua Desert. Wait, <laughs> mine's stuck. Mine's stuck. Oh no. Maddie's gonna win. Please. Even if, yeah, I get, no. even if he needs one right. Yeah, all I, he yeah. only needs is one right. Yeah. Come on, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. <laughs> 
I think I'm gonna cross Chihu the finish line, but it doesn't matter. Chihuahua. Yeah, I got yeah, all three. No. I got all three, but yeah. it doesn't matter. So since I got, oh. what was what was the right answer to the, it. to the salads? <laughs> but top two. It was the top oh, two. God. Yeah, that's, that was, those are the two I guess. Mark just downed his immediately. Mark just downed his. <laughs> I, I would have won if I wasn't eliminated. I oh, God. I respect gross. that. Mark, Mark mm, wanted to get it. Smells it smells like... doesn't mm. smell good, right? No, it doesn't smell great, no. All right, three, two, one. <clears throat> so am I pouring one <coughs> back in, or do I want a double feature? What's the... <coughs> it's just hot sauce. <coughs> it doesn't taste good. Hey, yo, it's not it's that bad. bad. I'm not that good at this. This is like the lowest hot sauce ever, too. I would I would be very bad on hot ones. You would. Yeah. This is like not even Tabasco no, level. It says very hot, though. You it's know? not even Tabasco. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's not even Tabasco. Made in Jamaica. There you yeah, go. How do you all feel about playing Gaspinage? One more round. I try. I might have accidentally ended the game. Cut it all. I think well, I accidentally cut, cut the. I well, think we didn't. We I didn't do We're gonna end up. We're gonna end up the episode here. Right okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry. I hit the wrong button. Wait, you ended it? Oh, I thought it just <laughs> ended because the Wi-Fi. No, I hit the wrong button. Oh, right. Oh, right. That's well, there you go. Oops. We had some technical difficulties. Did we actually get a screen recording? I don't think so, but we'll see what happens. It's okay. You didn't need to see it. Fuck you. Um. Well, that has been yet another episode of Wildly Adequate. Please like, share, subscribe, check us out. Uh, this is what, 49? Holy shit, we're coming up on 50, the big one. Um, nothing special planned. Nothing special planned at all. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, do we have anything we want to get off our chests before we depart? I love you. I love you too. Oh, I'm glad we got something out because I was going to say a resounding silence. Uh, Mr. Riyadh? Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for coming. Thank you Appreciated. Uh, well, there you go, folks. There's your episode. Goodbye. <laughs>